Welcome to Advancement, a podcast from Karen University's Office of Advancement, helping you establish practical and godly wealth management habits in your life. Here's your host, certified financial planner and wealth strategist, Keith Johnson. Hi, my name is Keith Johnson. I serve as the plan giving officer at Karen University and also the Regency Foundation. Welcome to our wealth planning podcast series. In this series, we hope to provide some practical ideas on how to establish godly wealth management habits that can be applied to your life. Well, in this podcast series, we've been focusing on how to properly manage 13 wealth management issues that most of us may face in our lifetime. Most of these financial issues result in some significant tax consequences. The one tax-saving tool that Congress allowed to remain is charitable giving. So contributions to any charity, such as Karen University, is by far the best way to avoid paying taxes. So selecting the right charitable giving technique is really important. Charitable giving provides a way for people to control where their money's going to go and how it's going to be used rather than just giving it to the government and, and let them uh, wisely spend it. Uh, we call that taxes. Plant, planned giving provides a way for people to create a lasting legacy. Planned giving offers tools that provide a way for people to determine how they want to support causes and organizations they care about, both in life, but also after death. So as we go through this series of podcasts, I'm going to continue to offer some unique ways in which you can support Cairn University. By the way, many of our alumni and friends uh, have a desire to create a lasting legacy And they do that by helping the university in a meaningful way. But they do not always have assets or the net worth uh, to make a difference. So today what we want to do is share a unique planned giving technique that will allow almost anyone to leave a significant gift at death. So to help us explain this technique, I am pleased to introduce a special guest, Steve Melnizak, from State Farm Insurance joins us today. He's a former student at Cairn University, and uh, because of that, Steve has a special place in his heart for the students here. So welcome, Steve. Thanks, Keith. Glad to be here with you. So Steve, take a moment, if you will, and just share with us a little bit about your background. Sure. So I attended Cairn uh, from 1998 to 2003, uh, right after I got married and started a career over at Northwestern Mutual or began a love for uh, financial services and planning. A couple years into that, I then switched uh, companies um, through uh, former Cairn board member Mel Nace. Uh, I joined up with State Farm Insurance and worked a couple years uh, learning the business with Mel and then was fortunate enough enough to open my own office in 2009. So from January 2009 till today, uh, I've owned and managed my own office. Yeah, you know, I I have met Mel Nace several times, uh, just a, a, a great gentleman. Uh, who has served uh, our university well for many, many years. And uh, I think you were pretty fortunate to be able to be mentored by him. Oh, absolutely. It was a great opportunity. So before we get into our our planned gifting idea for the day, uh, let's talk briefly about the importance of insurance. So why do people need insurance anyway? Uh, Basically because there's risk in life. Uh, (laughs) There's there's risk everywhere. Uh, Sometimes bad things happen and it puts people in tough situations. So what kind of risks do people generally have? I mean, I, I guess most of us don't think that we're going through life with risk. 
No, I know it's, it's tough to always think about all those things, but, you know, uh, things do happen. And it can be as simple as just owning a vehicle um, is risky. Um, it's almost like a weapon on the road at times where uh, you can cause damage to somebody else or some other piece of property. And, uh, you know, of course, that's a risk we, we take care of with auto insurance. But uh, there's many other risks that we have in life just by being around, owning things, and uh, uh, just doing our normal, normal deal in life. And, it, and it's not even things that you um, cause to happen on purpose. I mean, it's just accident stuff, right? Absolutely. It's those things you just don't plan or prepare for, but they can, be, they can leave devastating consequences. So do you offer life insurance? Yes. Uh, it's one of the things I definitely specialize in and always have throughout my career. So, uh, of course, the risk is always out there of premature death, and that leaves families and businesses in a bind. You know, I it, it's just sort of hit me recently that I I don't hear of people buying life insurance like they used to, and I'm so my question is, you know, do you still need life insurance in the 21st century? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's still not a popular topic or a popular product uh, to sell or buy, but uh, has uh, still great usage uh, in our society today. Because again, people still die. Um, so why is it called life insurance rather than death insurance? I've always wondered that. That's a good question. <laughs> Don't have an answer for that. I'll Google that. Well, as a uh, insurance specialist, um, how can you help our alumni or former students and friends uh, to leave a significant legacy at their death and, and honor Cairn University, but yet you know, not diminish the inheritance that they might want to leave for their children and grandchildren? I think that's where uh, life insurance is a great tool, uh, where you can create almost instant wealth or an instant amount of money uh, that is payable at your, at your death uh, for small amounts of premium. And so, uh, you know, every family wants to do their due diligence and do proper planning and make sure that uh, if at their death they have enough to leave to their family, but they can also uh, set aside an amount of money that could go to a care or charitable institution. So... Um do you think most people have enough insurance? I'm going back to what we talked about a moment ago. I, I'm just wondering, do most people have enough life insurance? No, most families are underinsured. It's, it's a fact. It's a stat out there today that drives kind of my business. And uh, I'm always out there trying to remind people that these things can happen and they need to be uh, properly prepared. Well, as you know, I'm a, I'm a certified uh, wealth strategist and, and financial planner. And, and you know, I, I was thinking, like, if somebody needed to replace, like, I'll just say they wanted to replace $75,000 a year in an income and they never wanted to touch the principal. That means they need $1.9 million worth of insurance. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't think most people think about that. No one's thinking in those terms at all. No, but it's true. That's why they need a financial planner. They need <laughs> professionals. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, going back to what we were just talking about, uh, do people actually buy life insurance and then give that policy to uh, charity like Karen University? Oh, absolutely. It's a very common strategy. Uh, I know there's a number of people, uh, State Farm clients, that have set up themselves with policies uh, with Karen as the beneficiary. So it's, it's a very common practice. Uh, you know, it's something that most people would never think about. Uh, so that's why I'm so glad that you came in today, because we can talk about it through, through this podcast and, you know, just to educate people that this is a possibility. And then I guess you were saying that, you know, it doesn't actually cost that much to do this. So why don't you give me an example of somebody, in, say, in their 40s or something? What, 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 it, what would it cost? Yeah, sure. I have an example here of a 40-year-old. And uh, 
you would need a, a permanent type of policy, a policy that would last forever until the day of death, whenever that is. And a 40-year-old for, for a $50,000 death benefit uh, would cost about $125 per month. Again, 40-year-old. And, and the premiums uh, would, would not last forever. The premiums would last about 20 years. Um, and then the policy is fully paid up, uh, but it's permanently in force and be payable at the time of death. I mean, that's really cool. So someone who doesn't necessarily have a lot of money but would be willing to commit as little as, say, $125, $150 a month could actually give a create a legacy for the university uh, with a gift of $50,000 when they pass away. Yeah, you know, I, my my job is I'm the plan giving officer for the university, and one of the things that's always impressed me so much is how our alumni and friends of the university um, leave money to the university because they care, and they do it at death. And um, this is just a great way to fund that, and it doesn't interfere with the inheritance for their kids. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's just the power of life insurance where you can create that instant amount of money uh, with a small amount of premium. That's really awesome. Um, so, all right, there's got to be some tax benefits to this, right? So um, are there any tax deductions that the person can receive? Yeah, th there's a great strategy where uh, if you would make Cairn University the owner of a policy as well as the beneficiary, uh, you can actually just donate your premium payments to the, the school on an annual or monthly basis and those payments would be seen just as direct uh, gift donation to the university and would be fully tax deductible. So um, that's the common strategy that's out there uh, that can be done for to benefit these, these types of institutions. All right, so let me make sure I get this now. So I, I take out a life insurance policy, uh, and let's say I'm, I'm in my 40s and I get $50,000 worth of life insurance and I'm going to pay $150 a month. I would give that a check to... Karen University, they in turn are going to turn around and make the premium payment, and uh, Karen owns the policy and is the beneficiary. That's exactly right. And yeah. then I can take that 150 a month off of my income tax return at the end of the year. Exactly. Yeah. That's not bad. No. And you know, uh, I want to clarify on here. Um, I had done a, a podcast series, um, I think it was back in February, when um, we talked about the new tax code. And I know a lot of people are still are thinking that this new tax act that uh, was signed into law um, did away with, with contributions and the deductions for mm -hmm. that, and doesn't at all, and actually exp expanded it. Mm. So uh, if you, you can literally take off on your income tax return 60% uh, of, your, of your income. So if you make 100000 you could literally give away 60000 and get a tax deduction for that whole sixty thousand. Wow. It used to be only fifty percent, mm. so they actually expanded it, not great news. not did away with it. That's so great news, yeah. So I think these tax deductions are really uh, important. I know that our donors don't do this just for the tax deduction, but it certainly does help. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I think this is a great planned giving uh, idea, and I, you know, just to to reemphasize, this allows one to help organizations such as Cairn University, really in a significant way. And, and that's a powerful tool. So purchasing life insurance policy, then donating it uh, could be used to create a significant la legacy when one passes away. One thought just hit me. It, you really don't necessarily have to buy a new policy, right? Right. 
<clears throat> you can take uh, an existing policy that you've purchased for maybe another reason. Maybe that need just isn't there anymore, and you can simply just adjust the beneficiary with a form and uh, name Cairn University uh, as even a partial beneficiary, uh, and they can still benefit from that. So great I strategy. Mean, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it's, it's really awesome when you think about it that you can do that. Um, and then I, I understand from reading the tax code that if, if you own the life insurance policy and you give that policy to the university and the university becomes the owner, then you actually get a tax deduction for some of the cash value in the policy, mm. so, which is pretty cool. Right. So there are some unique and significant ways in which uh, one can help without, and again, it's, it's, it's uh, proportionally much larger than what you're taking out of your pocket. Uh, in helping the university. That's it. I, I mean, that's the power it, it, it multiplies. That's right. Yeah, that's where the real powerful is, uh, powerful gift is. Well, um, I'll tell you, we're grateful for the significant number of donors who have already given life insurance policies to the, to the university. I mean, it's. I think it's something that we don't mention very often. Uh, maybe people don't even know that we do that, but mm -hmm. uh, we have donors uh, who have already done that, alumni who love this university, who care about the students and want to see scholarships and grants. Uh, you know, most people don't even realize that 90%, over 90% of our students actually get scholarships, grants, and discounts on their tuition. Um, and, and that has to be funded, and it gets funded through the generosity of our alumni's, uh, alumni and friends. So uh, and that's, a, that's a really great tool. So I appreciate you bringing that to us today. So if you would like more information regarding this unique planned gift idea, uh, you know, please reach out to me, and I'll, I'll put you in touch with our guest, Steve Melnizek, who is with State Farm Insurance. Uh, and Steve, go ahead and give a plug. Where's, where's your office? Yeah, sure. Uh, my, my main office is in uh, Devon, Pennsylvania, on the main line, uh, right near Wayne, Villanova area. Um, but I live here in Bucks County and have clients throughout the state. Okay, that's great. And if somebody's in a different state, is that an issue? Oh, no, it's not an issue. Uh, uh, no, we can definitely work uh, together, and uh, there's out-of-state tools that we can utilize there. I appreciate that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen at Cairn University and the Regency Foundation, we really want to be a valuable resource of information and ideas that you can use in a practical way. So, to that end, we've been offering a one-hour of uh, financial planning consultation at no charge to you. So if you would like to take advantage of that benefit or if you have any questions for us, uh, feel free to contact me by email. My email address is kjohnson at karen.edu. That's kjohnson at karen.edu. Thanks again for your generosity. Steve, thank you for being here today. I appreciate you being willing to give up your time and, and share some of these ideas with us. And I look forward to sharing next month's Advancement Podcast.